Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is our number two of the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out with Mike Pritchard, filling in for Michael Lombardi. Pritch, of course, played many, many years in the NFL, won a national championship for the Colorado Buffs back in the day. And uh, we love having you here uh, on a Friday as you're filling in for Lombardi, who's on tour in Louisville. I believe it is. But uh, we still got a lot of fun left to go in the final 60 minutes of this show. Von Dalzell, betting analyst over at NBC Sports Edge, will join us in the next segment. But joining us right now to kick off our number two, it's our buddy, Hall of Fame odds maker over at the South Point, Vinny Maiulo. Vinny, we hope all is well. We got a lot going on now. This is a fun time to be in the sports betting space here with the Final Four opening day. We got the NBA and NHL playoffs on the horizon. The NFL draft is coming up later mm-hmm. on next month. Vinny, let's start, though, with the college hoops. And we were kind of joking about it during the during the break there, but let's bring it on the air. Conference USA, how about them? Winning the NIT last night, obviously, we had North Texas beating UAB. Yep. Charlotte won the CBI. And FAU sitting there with two wins away from cutting down the nets in the Final Four. So you know we, we talk about the power uh, the power five conferences right in in, in football certainly uh, in, in basketball it's actually uh, we I've always considered power six because in basketball you uh, you've got to include the Big East but now it, it's probably the power seven right I mean we have to have <laughs> Conference USA in the conversation uh, really uh, uh, when you think about it but the, no credit to the conference you know I know the word parity gets used a lot guys uh, but but the reality is that. There, this has been building for a while. Uh, yeah. when, you, when you look at this Final Four, people say that, you know, it's uh, you know really out of sorts. Well, listen, it wasn't. You know, just last year we had two blue bloods uh, in the championship game uh, in Kansas and North Carolina. Uh, this is good for the sport, I think. I mean, it, it re- it's certainly good for our business. Uh, when you think about, you know, there's maybe one Cinderella a, a year. Who's going to be this year's Cinderella? You know, we get asked quite often. But, you know, you have multiple Cinderellas this year. Although, uh, you know what, if you ask these teams, they're no Cinderellas. They're no secret. <laughs> uh, they, they're, they're solid programs that played very well. You look at a team like Connecticut, had a terrific year, again, out of the, out of the Big East. Uh, Miami, Miami's not been a secret for a while. 
you know, Laranega has been a terrific coach. Took George Mason uh, to the Final Four before uh, before he was at Miami. San Diego State's been building this program for a number of years. And then you look at Florida Atlantic, and these are teams too, uh, particularly when you look at a, a San Diego State, guys, with seniors. There's a lot of senior leadership on these schools. These are not one-and-done programs. Uh, so these, uh, there, there's something to be said about, it. and I think this is something that we're going to see as we move forward. I'm not saying Blue Bloods are not going to be involved uh, in the Final Four by any means, but uh, again, there's a lot more balance, and that balance bodes well for business, particularly when you look at uh, some future prices, right? If you look at the beginning of the season, uh, where Miami was, uh, let's say, 200 to one uh, on 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 the future book, nobody really thought about them. Uh, in, in, in the ACC. But uh, again, you look at uh, you know some of the futures going into the tournament. Connecticut at 20 to 1, San Diego State 60 to 1, uh, Miami at 40 to 1, and then Florida Atlantic 100 to 1. So uh, that, that, that bodes well for us on our side of the counter and uh, certainly something that uh, we're going to uh, be very mindful of, guys. Uh, and again, it's not just, you know, the transfer portal, you can, you can say, uh, contributes to that as well. But listen, it's, it's the world within which we live. And uh, certainly uh, betters, especially professional betters, are paying a close attention to it. And we've got to do the same. Yeah, absolutely, Vinny. I mean, I, I was one who jumped on UConn uh, pre-tournament, if you will, March 4th. Uh, I got them at 15-1 mm -hmm. in the future to win it all. So... I'm happy about that situation. But, no, I like what you said there because FAU uh, and Miami kind of similar in terms of where they are in the region uh, of the country and, and certainly, what, just miles, separated by miles. And then SCSU has been building this program, like you mentioned. They have continuity from Fisher to Dutcher. And uh, you think about, okay, the COVID year, how good they were that year, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so at the betting window, I'm curious. Betters, they're not looking at these two teams as Cinderella kind of – uh, uh, situations. These right. these teams have respect. I mean, are you seeing that at the window, obviously? Yeah, no, no question about it, guys. And and when you look at, and, and I know we were talking those first four days, right? There was a lot of support, you know, for, for the traditional teams and the Blue Bloods. But I have to tell you, over the years, there's been much more support for uh, the non-Blue you know blue Bloods or, or the high-profile schools uh, because people realize that they are good teams. And when you think about it, I guess the best way I could illustrate it is this. When you look at, and again, I'll go back to the first four days of the tournament, the first two days, especially the first round games. When, they're, you know, when you've got a, a one against a 16 seed, you know, it wasn't so long ago, you know, 20, 25 years ago, those those numbers, those spreads, were twenty five or more points. Mm -hmm. uh, I can remember when uh, you know Kansas and uh, North Carolina and Duke were thirty five point favorites in the first round. You don't see that anymore, guys. I mean, I think the first, the biggest uh, uh, favorite we had in the first round was uh, you know was certainly less than twenty five points, a little over twenty points. So you look at that and you say, listen. You've got to be respectful of the teams, but you've got to be respectful, too, of the knowledge uh, and the time that folks are putting in in handicapping these these programs, handicapping the games, and we've had to pay it, uh, pay very close attention to it. So, uh, again, you you know, there's always been a lot made about the 5-12 the matchups. Well, those are basically pick them games. I mean, let's <laughs> face it. And so the 12s moving on, there, there are no surprises. So we shouldn't be shocked by this. Uh, I'm, although, listen, let's face it. I mean, if anybody's got their bracket 
still with these four teams <laughs> in the final four. <laughs> I tip my cap to him and come and see uh, Chris Andrews, our director here uh, at South Point. Uh, uh, Jimmy Vicaro, myself, uh, we'll be. You you could definitely uh, uh, hold an audition. You're, we'll, <laughs> we'll get your opinion on a regular basis. Yeah, you might find a job yeah. out of that one. <laughs> but we're speaking with Vinny Maiulo, Hall of Fame oddsmaker, over at the South Point. Well, Vinny, let's just get to the games in, themselves in general because tip off tomorrow afternoon, three oh nine, down in mm-hmm. Houston, the first game in the Final Four, FAU and San Diego State. Aztecs two and a half point favorites. The total is sitting at one thirty one and a half here. How are betting? How are betters, I should say, looking to kind of attack this game. Yeah, here at South Point, and let's remember, guys, too, uh, we're holding uh, our, our tradition here uh, uh, with 105. On, if you're betting the side uh, on, on these games, uh, it's uh, 105 juice. Mm. So for both uh, uh, both uh, semifinals tomorrow, 105 on, on the point spreads. Uh, this game opened with San Diego State as a two-point favorite. Uh, they laid the initially laid the two uh, at South Point. They laid two and a half. Yesterday, uh, actually, uh, we were on air. It was uh, uh, three. Uh, back to two and a half now. So it looks like we found that, you know, they got kind of that balance there. We're always looking for that threshold, that buyback. So, so far it looks like taking the three uh, and uh, uh, laying the two and a half. Total, you mentioned, not moving, a whole lot of movement there within a point or a half point, 131 and a half, opened at 132. Uh, and But there was movement uh, for the, uh, the money line uh, from minus 125 uh, up to minus 150 on San Diego State. Uh, as far as the second game, guys, uh, holding steady, Connecticut, five-and-a-half-point favorites. That was the opener, 149 for that total. Uh, that was the opener as well. A little move uh, you know, to uh, Connecticut on the money line, a 10-cent move up to 240. Uh, so pretty balanced action there. Uh, I think a lot will depend on how folks do in that first game uh, tomorrow uh, as to how they, uh, they approach the second game. Of course, tying them in together. Uh, with uh, with parlays and things like that, but uh, right now the uh, the action's been good. And and again, guys, turning turning the semifinals into bigger events too, with uh, various proposition bets, and of course the most prop- popular proposition uh, that we know of uh, and, and we see, which is a lot of fun for us to to watch as well. The first of fifteen, uh, my gosh, <laughs> the, the, the folks love it, and it's it especially that. Those first four days, that was uh, that was something to to see, and uh, we got we got we got uh, beat up pretty good on it, but it was worth it because everybody uh, enjoyed themselves, and then they had that much more money to bet on uh, the second half. So <laughs> there you it, go. It works out good. It's just uh, creating more b- action creates action, and uh, certainly uh, the, that prop and all the other props uh, contribute to that. Vinny, we love the calendar this time of year. I mean, obviously we had opening day, and uh, curious about uh, opening day over there at the South Point. Uh, you know, no day baseball today, right? Uh, but I, I would think betters feel like they have an edge over the books right now in terms of how they did their study and their work uh, throughout spring training uh, and entering the beginning of, of the season. How did it go over there at the South Point? No, great action. I, I, honestly, uh, I have to tell you, Pritch, uh, I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I mean, I'm a big baseball fan. I grew up, I was, it was my favorite sport growing up. I loved yesterday. You know, Chris Andrews and I were chatting quite a bit about it yesterday, the fact that everybody played, right? You had So you had 15 mm-hmm. games yesterday, and they were sp- spread out beautifully. And, and you mentioned no, no day baseball today. I mean, we've got a, uh, the Mets are at uh, Miami today at uh, 340 Pacific. But, we, you know, we love it when games are spread out, especially during the course of the day. And when we get post, 
uh, NBA and NHL playoffs, that baseball, you know, has to carry us for a couple of months leading up to football. Um, so today, only five games, but uh, it was a great response yesterday. We had a terrific crowd here early. And credit betters, you know, for not only studying, but adjusting to times and the schedule and things like that. Uh, but uh, you know what? Uh, they they responded very well. Good good handle yesterday. Of course, you know uh, you know will it be a run? You know will it be scoring in the first inning? You've got first uh, 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 first uh, five inning props, uh, team totals as well. Uh, Chris added those this year uh, on a daily basis, so you can bet either team uh, over and under for how many runs uh, they're going to score in a particular game. So again, uh, making the uh, the betting menu bigger. Uh, with more choices, folks have responded to it. Uh, but yeah, let's get more some more day baseball as we get further further <clears throat> along. Yeah, and also yeah. helps us be distracted when we're doing our work as well. So we, we we love the day baseball. Give us something to watch while the sun is up. He is Hall of Fame odds maker Vinny Maiulo. Check him out over at the South Point. Once again, minus one hundred five lines both sides on the final four That's games. Right. That's a hell of a deal, Vinny. We appreciate the time. Hope all is well, man. Good to be with you guys. Everybody enjoy the weekend. Awesome stuff from Vinny, as always. Minus 105. It it makes a big deal. People might think, oh, what's the difference between minus 110, minus 105? It does make a big deal over the long haul. So take advantage of it while you can. Von Dalzell of NBC Sports Edge joins us next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abbafe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. He is Mike Pritchard. I'm Femi Abebefe, hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino. We just had Hall of Fame odds maker Vinny Maiulo on in the last segment. Vinny, uh, always knowledgeable. We always love having him here on the Lombardi Line. And to continue the discussion about the Final Four and the college hoops as we start to wind down on the month of March and the madness as a whole, we bring in our buddy Von Dalzell, sports betting analyst over at NBC Sports Edge. Von, hope all is well. Uh, we appreciate the time this morning. Before we get into the game, because I know you have a play in the matinee in the Final Four, FAU and San Diego State, I want to ask you about the one that's going to be in primetime, UConn and Miami, the Huskies' five-and-a-half-point favorites. The total is at 149. you have a lean or any opinion on the nightcap game tomorrow night in Houston? Yeah, I'm going to Boston for the weekend, actually, because I live in Connecticut and can't bet on the, bet on or against the Huskies, so I'm going to have to go make that happen. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to take Miami. I'm going to take the plus money here, uh, sprinkle the money line, definitely take the five and a half, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, UConn has ruled everybody. There's it's, it's no surprise, 22 points per game. They looked amazing. They're everybody's pick. But this tournament has not gone as we thought it has. And Miami's a team that... They, they were so close to the Final Four last year. They were up at halftime on Kansas before they lost by 26. Uh, they brought so many people back, got some transfers. They're well-coached, and they look great. So I think Miami's live as a dog to win this one. You know, Vaughn, let's turn to that other game, though, where you do have a play, SDSU, obviously FAU. I mean, uh, a hint of Cinderella in these, but we're just talking to Vinny Mayula from South Point, and uh, the record of FAU and how they played doesn't, present to me that they're a Cinderella. SDSU has been building this program too. Uh, what did you distinguish uh, from this matchup to where you have a play in this game? Yeah, I mean, college basketball is weird now. I mean, with the COVID year impact and eligibility, and now we have an older teams like San Diego State that has seven seniors and two juniors in their rotation, a team that lost two straight first rounds in the NCAA tournament, finally made their run. I mean, you can consider them a type of Cinderella team because no one saw them going this far, but Florida Atlantic too in the same right. I mean, when Vlad Golden, their center, plays as well as he did in the previous two games, that's the difference for FAU. But the three-point percentage is going to be the talk of this game. This game is in Houston, NRG Stadium, the Texans Arena, uh, which means, you know, bigger sidelines, uh, the, the courts lifted a little bit, bigger bigger arena, more fans. So it's going to be a little off-putting at first. So I like the first half under 61. We obviously know San Diego State plays at extremely slow pace. They're third, 345th in tempo, FAU's 280th, so both these teams like that. But San Diego State's three-point defense is crazy. 15 of 86 is 17%, and FAU's shooting 31%. So uh, I think that'll be a story of this game. So I like the first half under, and I'll probably go back on the Aztecs live because I think one favorite has to win. I'm going to put my money on San Diego State. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I like yeah. that first half underplay, especially yeah. with the adjustment being made. I know they'll have their shoot around today, but still, like once you get to the actual right. game flow of it, and you have that cavernous arena with the yeah. sight lines all jacked up, I, I like that play. We're speaking with Von Dalzell, NBC Sports Edge, sports betting analyst over there. Well, Von, let's go from the college ranks to the professional ranks. The Oklahoma City are in an interesting spot because it sounds like tonight Shea Gilgis Alexander will not play. They're only a game up on Dallas for that final spot in the play-in tournament, and they are taking on the Indiana Pacers in Indianapolis later. Later on this evening, Thunder four point favorites totals at 240. What do you like in this game? Yeah, so if we would have got on this a little bit earlier, uh, the line is steadily moving. I'm seeing now some 160s and 170s are going to be start, starting to pop up because SGA is questionable, upgraded a question after being out this morning. Uh, but that just happened a couple minutes ago, and that actually speaks to 
these reports. As much as we want them to believe we're they're going to be true, uh, we really don't know until closer to game time because he was rolled out all morning up until a couple minutes ago. But Oklahoma City, like you said, they're up on Dallas right now. They have Indiana, Phoenix, Golden State, Utah, and Memphis. Uh, this is a must-win game. If the Thunder want to give their fans a little something-something here and make the play-in tournament, which I think they can, they have to win this game. No Halliburton, no Miles Turner, no Chris Duarte for the Pacers. I mean, they packed it in, and that was pretty evident in the last game against the Bucks, letting up 149 points. So uh, every metrics, every stat points to the Thunder in this game. I played them at minus 130. Like I said, if you need a little money line ju- juice reducer, you can roll my <laughs> Chicago Bulls tonight to beat the Hornets. Uh, but I do think the Thunder went out right today too. Uh, what Vaughn? What the hell's going on with this NBA stuff? Like, like you, you talked about. I think SJ was ruled out yesterday, and then this morning he's ruled out. Now he's upgraded to questionable. As an NBA better, because I love the NBA, I don't bet it day to day because of shenanigans like this. But how maddening has this become? Where somebody can be ruled out 24 hours ago, and then all of a sudden, actually, they're questionable. Like, like what? What are we doing? I mean, it it was to the point earlier in the season where, you know, I was about 14 units in the span of two weeks. I was down to about two units because of injuries, <laughs> guys sitting out 10 minutes before tip or guys decide now they're playing and the line goes complete opposite direction. Uh, so, so, you know, sometimes it takes it's good. It's good to take a break from the NBA, which I did for about a month and a half. But, uh, yeah, it, it's much better, I think, when you have a guy rolled in like SGA and you get the line that goes in your favor. But if you're a Pacers backer, it definitely hurts. But I'll be honest, it doesn't matter if your player's in or not. The team could still lose outright. That happens mm-hmm. more often than not. So uh, I'm just going to cross my fingers because, as a reminder, this is, these are the Thunder and the Pacers we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you two are better than me because I've been out on the NBA for a minute because I, I want to see the playoffs now, right? And Because yeah. I, I think the NBA certainly uh, will shift. Let's get to Major League Baseball, though. And you're all over the map today with players. <laughs> I love it. Uh, opening day, Major League Baseball yesterday. Uh, Chicago-Houston, you have a play in this game. What did you see? Yeah, yesterday was a great day in opening day, I think, for baseball. The pitching clock, I think, helped a lot. More stolen bases. Uh, and this game was one of the best games on the slate yesterday, too, uh, with the Astros and the White Sox. Dylan Cease looked tremendous, but uh, that's Dylan Cease for you. And, you know, I want to talk about him and Lance Lynn because there's a difference here. Cease throws a fastball around 40% of the time. Lance Lynn throws about 60% of the time. A lot easier to hit the fastball. I don't have to be a pro to tell you that. But Lance Lentz also struggled in Houston in his career. Lost six straight, dating back to 2013, but five straight since 2019, uh, owning an 8.8 ERA in that stretch. So uh, he doesn't have very fond memories here, but Houston loves him, averaging about six runs per game. And this is a good bounce back spot for them, too, because Houston did hang those banners up yesterday and then lose uh, at the end of the game, which, you know, really stings. So uh, I did play the Astros on the money line. And I did also sprinkle Lance Lynn over four and a half hits allowed because all nine trips to Houston in his career, five or more hits allowed. So uh, I like that number two as a little sprinkle on the side. I think the Astros might have been distracted by Megan the Stallion <laughs> throwing out the first I'm pitch. Okay. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, like, let's not he go got, there. He got quiet. He got quiet <laughs> on that. He said, I'm not going to incriminate myself. <laughs> He's yeah. still quiet. <laughs> plead, plead the fifth. I don't blame you, Vaughn. I shouldn't be saying anything either. Uh, but do you have any long-term futures or awards bets in Major League Baseball this year? How are you going to look to bet the futures portfolio here with the, the season kicked off and underway? Yeah, there, there's a couple ones uh, we talked about today on Bet the Edge podcast. But I definitely like uh, Juan Soto, or you can go Ronald Acuna Jr. in that market for NL MVP. I think these two guys are on two of the most explosive offenses in all of baseball. Acuna's going to... St- 
Still more bases now. We saw the bases are, you know, they're a little larger. So I think his odds are definitely worth uh, sprinkling out, you know, anywhere from 10 to 1 or better. And then you got uh, and another market. I think Spencer Strider, his teammate, uh, is also a good bet for a Cy Young market. He's not going to be talked about nearly as much, but he was outstanding last year with over 200 strikeouts and about 130 total innings. Um, and he had about 1.3 strikeouts per inning when he was at home, too. So uh, those two guys, in my opinion, are very interesting. I like the Braves a lot, apparently, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, just watching them, I was very impressed yesterday with how their offense is just so explosive. Even at the eight or nine spots, they had guys getting hits, bringing in runs. So uh, the Braves are, you know, one of my favorite teams overall to be backing this year. And I think uh, the Padres will be too, but that'll be later down the road when they get Tatis back. You know, Vaughn, I go with the portfolio when it comes to betting Major League Baseball. Any teams uh, you're looking at, we got about 40 seconds here, that perhaps could surprise. I mean, the Chicago White Sox were, um, yeah. you know, they didn't surprise last year. Uh, they're certainly <laughs> going to rebound this year. Any teams uh, catching a radar that way? Forget about the White Sox. Who cares about them? <laughs> uh, the Orioles. Okay. I think the Orioles are a team that can make the playoffs. And you know what? I wouldn't. I'd call me crazy, but they might be able to even win the AL East too Ooh. if uh, the Yankees don't have a hot start or fall apart. Red Sox are not what they used to be. Obviously, the Rays are a great regular season team too. Uh, but the Orioles are getting a lot of young pieces. Adley Rushman is a sleeper for maybe a little MVP pick or something too, because he's going to hit tons of bombs like he did yesterday, but uh, that was my best bet yesterday, and they're a team that thrived at the end of last year, and I think they're building confidence game by game, mm. so mm. Orioles. Okay. He is Von Dalzell, yeah. sports betting analyst over at NBC Sports Edge, and when it comes to Megan the Stallion, he pleads the fifth. Von, we appreciate the time, buddy. Have a good weekend. <laughs> Have a good weekend. <laughs> Uh, good stuff there from Von Dalzell yeah. there. That loves the Braves. I know. Acuna MVP, Strider Cy Young. We'll see if uh, the Braves can get back into that winner's circle after they won the World Series a couple years ago. All right, we'll talk some better or worse NFL QBs with their new situations next here on the Lombardi Line. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season with 24/7 streaming, daily best bet emails, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Our experts are also getting ready for golf's first major of the year at Augusta. It's next week, folks. This year's upcoming Masters betting guide will break down every golfer in the field, plus futures bets and matchups. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Mike Pritchard. We're hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. We had Vaughn Dalzell, sports betting analyst over at NBC Sports Edge in the last segment. Vaughn, uh, very sharp with it. He likes... San Diego State first half under tomorrow. And then also, it's going with Miami with the points and also a little sprinkle on the money line. So yeah. uh, it could be a, an ugly first game and, and maybe an exciting second one. At least that's what we're hoping for. I mean, considering the future tickets I have, I mean, I, 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 I'm intrigued about Miami right at this point. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, and the points. SDSU, I love his play. First half under 61, yeah. too. I mean, I think that was my favorite of the ones he gave out. Yeah, because I, I went to a few Final Fours. Uh, the one I went to that stands out um, in, a, in a stadium was the uh, uh, Superdome mm -hmm. down there in, in New Orleans. And I was, that was a Chris Webber uh, yeah. scenario. So, and we were in a suite. Mm. And we were so far away from the court. Could you even see the court? <laughs> yeah, well, you could see the court, but you had to watch it on TV because you're in a suite. But 
it's like what everybody talks about, you know, the sight lines and everything, the raised floor, and just you're in a stadium. That could throw a shooter off, I would imagine, right? And mm-hmm. so, I um, mean, it was spectacular to view. Obviously, we know what happened in that Final Four. Uh, but, yeah, it's just different. It's a different dynamic in the stadium that way. Yeah. I mean, like basketball games, let's be frank, they're yeah. not meant to be played in football stadiums. <laughs> right. But we got to get people into the building. Yeah. So the NCAA is going to keep doing this uh, 75,000 plus tomorrow mm-hmm. for the Final Four. So uh, you can see why they'd take that over just a 20,000 seat oh, arena. Right. Uh, but let's get to our game here. And this is a game called Better or Worse. See the, pl- the, the play on words we did there? Uh, better or worse with NFL <laughs> quarterbacks. Now, the whole offseason has been consumed by two quarterbacks, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. They're not going to be featured in this segment, and I'm thankful, uh, because we've talked a lot about those guys. Rodgers, we believe, will be making the change to the New York Jets after being traded at some point this offseason. Right. Lamar Jackson, up in flux, but I think the general consensus that he's probably not going to play for the Ravens in 2023. But let's get to the other quarterbacks who changed teams this offseason, starting with Derek Carr. Mm. The longtime Raiders quarterback was out here in Las Vegas throwing the ball over at Allegiant Stadium. Now he's going to the New Orleans Saints down in the bayou where they once had the Final Four. Do you think Derek Carr will be better or worse with the Saints this year than he was with the Raiders last year? Oh, man, this one, I, I don't... The thing about Derek Carr going in year 10 is he's not going to change. You know, he's a, a panicky quarterback. He underwhelms. Uh, and now he's going to a new team that he's got to get familiar with. And so is it going to be better or worse? <laughs> I mean, I, I want to lean towards worse because mm. it, it's going to be new. You know, I, I don't – the expectations are going to say, hey, we got a better quarterback – the situation's better. We have a we have a playoff caliber defense, and now we just need consistency. Um, but his consistency, Derek Carr's is 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 underwhelming though, mm-hmm. right? And so I mean, this is a tough call for me because I he's a twenty four touchdown passing quarterback, t- twenty four touchdowns, and then right around eleven to anywhere to fourteen to fifteen interceptions. That's Derek Carr, and that's. It doesn't matter which team he's going to be on, especially going in year ten. I don't, I don't see him like changing uh, mm-hmm. from the from the quarterback he's always been. I would lean toward Betor mm-hmm. just because the situation should be better. I, I think he'll have a better offensive line in New Orleans okay. than he had with the Raiders last year. And those, there's, there's a run game to lean on as well, and also the receivers. I mean, he had. The best receiver, in my opinion, in football last year right. with, Devontae Ad- with Devontae Adams. But the leading rusher, too, and Josh Jacobs. He did have Josh Jacobs, the leading rusher. <laughs> but I, I think that there's more depth at wide okay. receiver. Because Olave, heading uh-huh. into year two, Chris Olave was a yep. rookie last year. He was outstanding. If he can stay healthy, he should be really good. Michael Thomas is making uh-huh. a return. Now, he's the big, if he can stay healthy, I mean, they could have something there with him. If I knew how he is still on a roster, <laughs> I think I would still be playing right now. How the hell is he still on the roster right now? Seriously. Can't guard Mike. I know. He, he is. He's crazy. But can't play Mike. He can't. But Alave, you're right. But, uh, yeah, we, we got to figure out how Michael Thomas is still on the yeah, roster. Man, he's doing something. He's, yeah. he's swindling somebody because we haven't seen him play a full season since 2019. Exactly. 2020 is when he started having the ankle yep. issues, and he's been pretty much out ever since then. Right. Played a couple games here and there. But I, I do think that Carr could lean on that defense 
as long as he just protects the football. I know he gets skittish in the pocket. Yeah. But if he can protect the football, that division, I think, is really, really weak. It doesn't appear that any of those teams are going to make a big splash of quarterback. The Falcons should go for Lamar Jackson. doesn't sound like they want to do that. Carolina will upgrade with whether it's Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. But those guys are rookies. Mm-hmm. We still don't know what we'll get from them. The Saints are the, are the favorite in this division okay. and should be. So I think that's why Carr will play better this year than he played last year. Let's get to the new Raider quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> right. was in San Francisco last year. He got hurt. Now he comes over to Las Vegas, reuniting with his former offensive coordinator in New England, one Josh McDaniels. Will Jimmy G be better or worse this year? Well, here's where it gets tricky again because he has not played in this Josh McDaniels offense since 2016. Mm-hmm. And he's been in Kyle Shanahan's offense, but uh, he's a highly efficient passer. Uh, doesn't make a ton of mistakes. The wild card, too, is uh, is he going to stay healthy? So how yeah. is it better... Uh, or or will it be worse, right? I mean, what happened? Jimmy G's get hurt. Yep, it's obviously a worse situation because they at least the Raiders did have D Carr for the majority of the year until they benched him. Um, I, it's not if Jimmy G gets hurt, it's when, uh, right? And, and that to me, from a betting standpoint, just makes this one uh, a worse situation. I think, and uh, and the win totals too. I mean, look at the win totals for the Raiders. I mean. Uh, the Raiders think that they upgrade it because of familiarity with Jimmy G and this offense, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the case yet. I'm in, I'm in agreement with you. I would go worse as well. And Jimmy G, the one thing that he has is that he galvanizes the locker room. Yeah. Guys seem to gravitate around him. I know Mike, Michael Lombardi's talked about that. How Jimmy just has that kind of personality where mm-hmm. guys want to play for him. But the injuries, it's hard to ignore. Last year, he had the broken foot issue. He's had shoulder issues. He's had knee problems, the thumb, the hand. Like, there's just so much with Jimmy G from a durability standpoint that you can't really buy to where I think this is going to be worse. I'd be surprised if he plays all 17 games, to be frank. Uh, Baker Mayfield last year played for the Carolina Panthers mm-hmm. and the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> now is in Tampa with the Bucks. Will Baker, former number one overall pick, will he be better or worse in his new situation. I got all leans to the worst right now. <laughs> the Prince said these guys I are do. all bums. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Baker, what, six years in the league? Going on six years, this is his fourth team. Mm. Um, and he was the number one overall pick. Uh, so I, how many teams do you have to be on or, or land on and all of a sudden it's going to get better or better, right? And fair so, question. Yeah, I, I, I think you expect the same. I mean, he was – Flash in the pan, and everybody made a big deal because he didn't know the playbook, and, and and the Rams did what they did. I think it was against the Raiders, yeah, right? That Thursday night game. Yeah, but I mean Baker, Baker is a is a talent. He really is. Uh, full disclosure, we have the same agent, um, mm. but Baker has not galvanized the locker room. He has not kept the locker room together. Uh, he has not shown that leadership quality, and that's why he's on his fourth team in six seasons. And the National Football League. Yeah, no, I, I think it's worse. The, the, the Bucks, yeah. they made some re-signings to where they want to keep some of those veteran guys. They don't want to do a full rebuild, but I, I think they're at the point where you just got to kind of tear the Band-Aid off. Just tear the thing down, rebuild it. You went all in during the Brady years, and kudos. You won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, they're kind of in flux, in my opinion. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to end well for them in 2023. The last quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, started the majority of the games for the Cleveland Browns last year now has signed with the Washington Commanders and will likely be in a quarterback competition with second-year quarterback Sam Howell. Will Brissett be better or worse 
in 2023. See, I'm biased now because I, I love the uh, offensive coordinator uh, over mm-hmm. there in it's Washington. Your boy. Yeah. EB. So, yeah. And I know how Eric Bienemy coaches too. So, um, I think it could be a better. Uh, and, and, you know, and here's why I think Jacoby had a chance, you know, maybe some other places he could have went or whatever, uh, but you had a chance to be a, a starter uh, if you're going to compete against Sam Howe and with his experience. Uh, he's going to love this offense too. Hmm. Uh, so this could be a better situation, a better situation, I think. And I'm biased. I'll fully, freely admit that. Uh, if he accepts the coaching that he's going to get uh, hmm. from Eric, I, I think this could be a better situation for Brissett and even – and even Sam Howe, to be honest with you. And that's why I'm going to go worse. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think that Sam Howell is going to win this job. Okay. I think Howell is going to win this job. And I'm very intrigued by Sam Howell. He could be the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. He could be the worst quarterback in the league. But intrigue, for me, always comes from the unknown. Mm-hmm. And we don't know, which is why I'm keeping a close eye on the re- training camp reports, the OTA stuff. Because if Howell, if I start hearing whispers that Howell's lighting it up or Howell's getting a full grasp with this BNME offense, Commanders could be live to be a dark horse playoff team, maybe even win the division. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Crazier things have happened yeah. in the NFL. We'll wrap up the show on the other side. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Playing a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip. 
and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back. This is the final segment of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out with Mike Pritchard here on a Friday morning in Las Vegas. Downtown is where we reside uh, at the Circa Resort and Casino. Uh, thank you to our guests, by the way, here on the show. We have three of them, all of them fantastic. Josh Applebaum, VEASAN betting analyst, host of the Market Insights podcast and the Morning Bets podcast. Make sure you check out Josh's work. Vinny Maiulo, Hall of Fame odds maker at the South Point chatting with us a little bit of Final Four, mm-hmm. what's, what's going on behind the window at the South Point at VEASAN Command South. Vinny always does a great job. And then Von Dalzell, sports betting analyst at NBC Sports Edge, as Von gave us some plays in not only college basketball, but Major League Baseball and the NBA. So thank you to all three of our guests here this evening, or not evening, this morning and afternoon, I should say. Uh, and also, our guest, speaking of Von, he gave us a pro tip mm-hmm. as one of his plays, because he likes the San Diego State FAU first half under, and I think that's something that we could take away from the Final Four. And consider this for your pro tip. First half unders, because they're going to be playing in a football stadium and no longer a basketball arena, there's going to be a little bit of an adjustment period. The football stadium has different sight lines than the typical basketball arena. May, might have some, some poor shooting, at least, in these two games early on as players start to adjust. So I think that's a great pro tip for all of our betters out there. Yeah, absolutely. Also, the tightness, too. This is for a national championship. I mean, it's a Final Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the arena, like you mentioned, the atmosphere, the environment, all that. I mean, the tightness. We've seen that already re- be revealed in this tournament, uh, how teams can go tight or get tight, even in a, in a game. Yeah, Texas. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, that that feeds into the pro tip right here. Uh, and then the sight lines that everybody talks about, it too. I mean, if you have been fortunate enough to get to a Final Four, and I saw a Final Four at McNichols Arena, well, UNLV won it, a basketball, you know, court, if you will, where the Nuggets played. Uh, and it's so different from going from that to an NFL stadium and a Superdome, like I saw a couple of years after that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, pay attention to that. And like you mentioned with Vaughn uh, and his play, I love that under uh, situation yeah. with SDSU and FAU. And, and also, it's, it's not even just the sidelines. The, the court is elevated yeah. as mm-hmm. well. So it's almost, in a weird sense, it's like you're almost like playing basketball, but you're floating right. in the arena, you know, because like you get the, the hoop, and it's like there's nothing behind it because it's like a cavernous hole set up there, and then you get you're elevated. The bench is a little bit lower, yeah. so it feels like you're kind of like on this stage, which could add to the nerves of, of being a big game. Well, depending on the setup, too, in the stadium, like going back to the Superdome, you know, I'm familiar with those locker rooms, right, because mm-hmm. I played football there. And you're seeing Michigan come from the locker room, and they had a mile to run just to get to the court. <laughs> it's like they're running from way over there to Out get of to breath. the court. Yeah. So, again, it depends on the setup. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that whole buildup build up in, in the tightness, too, of these uh, student athletes, uh, you got to keep that in mind. Make sure you check out all of our pro tips over at vcin.com slash tips. We do one for each show, and it has a lot of great analysis and, and great reminders in there to help you be a better better. Well, let's talk some Final Four here. Pritchett, well, we got six minutes left mm-hmm. here in the segment. The odds to win the national title, no surprise, UConn 
is the favorite team, minus 125 over at our show sponsor, BetMGM. San Diego State, 4-1, to Miami, plus 475, FAU, plus 625. Is there anything that you would do in the national title futures market, or would you go down to maybe the exactas and get a little crazy with it, or maybe even most outstanding player? Well, I already have in pocket UConn, 15-1, from March 4th. There you go. Uh, and then, it's good work. Uh, yeah, after the first weekend, I jumped on SCSU, 30-1. to Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm positioned okay if I can get those two teams to win, right? Monday night, we can uh, chill. Oh, man, <laughs> with some popcorn, maybe a party. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I don't know what to do here because I'm intrigued by a Miami. You know, it, it's it's plus 475. I mean, you might be right with, with exactas in that market, maybe going there, uh, but in pocket already. So I was going to ask you, uh, you know, mm-hmm. what would you do here? Because Miami is a live dog, I think. Uh, and I can get the points. I'm looking to end game it maybe, depending on the situation. Certainly FAU, SDSU, I'm looking to end game that 100%. Miami has been frisky all throughout this tournament. And I will admit, I was low on Miami heading into the tournament. I didn't think they got enough stops uh-huh. to go ahead and win four games to get to a Final Four or six games to win a national title. So I'm coming from that vantage point. To where I see why you'd want to take the points with Miami in this game, but... I find it hard to believe that UConn's going to lose. Yeah. Now, if it's a close game, all bets are off because I like right. Jim Laranega as a better coach than Dan Hurley. Hurley has the better team, but I think Laranega is the better coach and he's the more experienced coach. But UConn looks so overwhelming. Their size, their length, their physicality. And, the, I mean, to Hurley's credit, and I got owe him an apology, he's put some really good sets together. Like mm-hmm. They look like a well-coached team that's a well-oiled machine. So... I'm coming from the vantage point that I've already inserted UConn into Monday night. Okay. I think they get to the national title. Now, the unfortunate part of that is that there's no real juicy exactas with UConn involved. Right, right. Because, unless it's the UConn to lose, but for UConn to win, because I think UConn will ultimately cut down the nets Monday night in Houston, I would probably play UConn over FAU plus 275 because I think FAU is the live frisky dog that's going to be barking loud Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I mean, it's intriguing, too, to get FAU plus 625 to win it all. Um, and, I mean, look, Kim Palm and all the metrics, I mean, suggest that FAU could perhaps be the best team, right, yeah. uh, from a metric standpoint. Um, but, yeah, it's tough to to take that bet now with holding what I have in pocket. Uh, looking at some of the exactors, though, uh, plus 275, like you mentioned, UConn over FAU. I mean, if FAU is going to get to the finals – uh, on Monday, I mean, plus, I, I, I guess it's just money line or not. You know, money line yeah. or just no, stay away from a bet, uh, knowing what I already have in pocket. And FAU will be a dog yeah. against either UConn right. or Miami. Right. And, and the, the exact is telling us that right now here, because Miami to beat FAU is 10 to 1. Mm-hmm. FAU to beat Miami is 11 to 1. Now, it's not going to be a big point spread, but we can gather from the exact. Yeah. I think it's probably maybe Miami 2. Or something like that, one and a half, two. Yeah. Because Miami will be upgraded in their ratings if they beat UConn, who right now is the number one team in Ken Palm. So they're the number one rated team by the advanced metrics in all of college basketball. Yeah. They should get a lot of credit for winning that game if they do win that game tomorrow night. So I think they'd be favored, but I don't think they would be favored by a lot. Right, right. And the thing about it, too, is the nature of this tournament. It's like, is now the time to start thinking long shots or, or not, right? I mean... Uh, John L. Davis, I mean, for instance, 14 to 1, uh, for most, mm-hmm. most outstanding player, uh, for FAU. I mean, if FAU gets to the finals and perhaps win it, right? 14 to 1, I mean, is 
do you, do you look at the fact that this tournament has been wide open, that there is an opportunity uh, to jump on some long shots here? And I think the most outstanding player, that is the one market where random winners are, are more often than people think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know last year we had Ochai Abaji, mm-hmm. which that was a whole nother thing. Yeah. Like he, I thought David McCormick should have won most outstanding player. I, I didn't even have a bet on David McCormick. I bet on Jalen Wilson, who could have won if he made a single layup in the <laughs> damn Final Four. <laughs> we see you, Jalen Wilson, All-American this year, but you won the title last year, but you disappointed me. But typically it's not necessarily going to the best player on the best team. Right. I mean, I brought this up to Elliot, our producer, before the show. I was like, remember that Villanova team, I believe it was 2018, that won the title over Michigan. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson was their best player the whole year. I believe Jalen Brunson was like a national player of the year kind of guy. Dante DiVincenzo won most yeah. outstanding player. Because in a two-game sample size, random outcomes can happen. This is not most outstanding player of the entire tournament. It ends up being most outstanding player of the final four. Mm-hmm. And if you only have two games to work with, a guy can get hot. Luke Hancock, famously, for Louisville when they won. Russ Smith was their best player. Peyton Siva was his backcourt mate. And Luke Hancock was just draining threes in the right, Final Four. Right. He wins most outstanding player. So it's not necessarily Sonogo or, or Hawkins if you uh-huh. like UConn. Or it's not Miller or Wong if you like Miami. Or Tramiel if you like San Diego State. You can go a little further down the board, I think, in this market. Okay. Well, okay, in that market in particular, I love what you just said right there. You know, taking a shot or looking at at some of those longer shots in the most outstanding player odds. I mean, as far as the teams, I mean, FAU to win it, plus 625. Uh, I'm going to hold steady with what I have in pocket and okay. perhaps look to end game. Yeah, no, I don't I don't blame you. Yeah. I don't blame you. I mean, it, it, I'm sure at, you typically get a better number in game with this stuff. Yeah. But I like where you're sitting with UConn. They're, they're the odds on favor right now. I think they're going to cut down the nets, but it's been a crazy tournament, so maybe crazy things will happen as well in the Final Four. That does it for us on this Friday. For Mike Pritchard, I'm Femi Abebefe. For our producer, Elliot Bowman, and the entire crew behind the glass, we wish you all the best of luck. VEASAN Best Bets is coming up next here on the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.